Welcome. <laughs> so corridor. Welcome to Entrepreneur Life with me, Joel Campbell. Um, I am an entrepreneur. And it is a new day. Um, it's actually nearly 12 o'clock, so I'm just wandering through because we had the other two cars validated today. So I'm just actually going to go and sign those off now with the guys. Oh, I found a lock. Check that bad boy out. So I'm just going to sign that off very quickly. Then I've got to go and see, it's a broken table. Um, I'll go upstairs and see the marketing guys and just drop my head in on them to ask them a couple of quick questions and do a couple of bits there. Um, I've been in the office obviously this morning and actually I think I've kind of got in the way a little bit. I have also run into something. I posted about it actually on threads very briefly, which was a momentous screw up that I've made. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. So I'm going to do a few more bits into the episode first, then I'm going to talk about the massive screw up I've made. Um, because yeah, it was quite a big one. So um, I will chat about that. But right now, I'm just going to go and check out what's going on um, with the guys, with the guys doing our cars, and see how that looks. Sounds very extravagant, but it's not really. Um, I thought it's probably done. How are you getting on? Oh, cool! Great timing. So they've done. I'll turn it around. You can see it the other way. So this is Jeff's car. So our COO. Um, I'm not even going to have a conversation about the colour. Um, I'll leave you to do that. But it is quite a nice car, in fairness. Um, so, it's all done. She looks good. I wonder who's got his boot. Cricket stuff, golf stuff. Nope, empty. No, but it is a nice car, like I say. So, these guys have done three of our cars this week. Might as well just move in, guys. Like, I'll, come, I'll come grab them in two seconds. <laughs> And then here's our other director's car. So she's got an iX3. Um, she's got kids, so we'll see what the, the boot looks like. Oh, it's locked. Oh no, um, because yeah, it's, it's again, it's another nice car. All electric, all of our fleet cars now are electric, which is um, quite cool. So I'll talk about that a little bit more shortly. Um, I'm just gonna get all these signed off, get these guys out um, and I'll be back. Well, that's our cars all done. I know it sounds stupidly extravagant, but actually the reality is, who doesn't like a clean car? And when you've got nice cars, you want to keep them clean. So that's what I'm doing. Um, and because they're not ours, actually I've got a responsibility to keep them clean as well. Um, and it just makes so much more sense to have these guys come out here than it does for me to go somewhere. So if I went to a Valitas, for example, I'd be sat around, it took four hours to do my car. It takes uh, about four and a half hours to do those two because um, they can do them sort of simultaneously. Um, I just don't have that much time in my day to just, just to be sat around. So the great thing is I can get those guys in, get back up to my office and I can just work. So that works really, really nicely for me. So I've got to go and let them out then. That's what a lot of my recent um, kind of learning has been, I guess, in terms of, from a business perspective, is how to really utilize time in a cost-effective manner. Um, so nothing gets wasted, so there's no seepage. So that really is. There you go, guys. Cheers, I'll see you soon, take care. That really is quite a good lesson, quite a strong lesson to pick up um, as your businesses develop. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes. So if, you, if you're if you walking, if you just go straight onto the road here and take a right, 
and then there's a bridge that goes straight across on the left hand side it's literally you can just see it here the white bridge if you go across that bridge it's a footbridge and just keep walking you'll go along this small footpath down a set of steps when you hit the bottom of the steps turn left and it will do is walk up a small hill and you're in town it's literally a five minute walk tops oh, um, so it's no distance at all no worries at all cheers guys take care so yeah so really just figuring out so it's parked in our space um uh really figuring out how you can utilize time in the best possible way because as they say it's very cliche but we all have the same amount of time in the day um use it so that really is trying to squeeze different bits in and different bits out of how it's going i actually quite regularly have calls on my way in and my way out of work because i can utilize sort of 20 minute drive time by having conversations as i go so i'll normally have sort of quick catch-up calls with different partners and stuff like that nothing nothing over the top um, but just things that i can have that kind of conversation with because again it's just feeds a lot more that's why most of these videos are done on the move because i'm literally doing it between point a and point b and i can therefore record it and utilize my time in the most productive way because um, let's be honest really fucking easy to waste time <laughs> i'm an absolute sucker for wasting time um so yeah that's that's one of the points um right i'm going to crack back on with more work because i do have a few bits i need to do i'm having lunch today with the other guys with the other directors at one so about an hour before lunch is due i need to go up and see some of the marketing team as i said um, and i'm gonna come back onto this episode to talk about where i went wrong fucked up basically so i'm going to talk about that um i'm gonna low at the low low i'm gonna though let you or i'm gonna um uh, let paul now just cut in a few different clips of our cars being washed in case you're interested um because i do think these guys do a good job and i really really support and behind anybody that runs their own business that grafts and works hard and just plows the time and the effort and the hours into it because i know how difficult it is and you know i just think i just think the people that do that really really deserve um a lot of recognition um some support and just yeah I, I just think it's a really good thing to do. So I've, I've got a lot of love for that. So Paul's going to show you these guys. And therefore, if you want to use them, um, I'm sure I will post some details about them shortly. Welcome back. This feels like part two to this episode. And again, they are shot on different days. It's why I'm wearing something different, completely different locations. But bear with me because I'm going to follow on from exactly where I started or where I finished off, I should say. I fucked up. It does happen. Um, I, I almost say it happens more regularly than not nowadays. Um, okay, so where did I fuck up? Right. This is a great example of where I think I'm bringing value, but actually what I'm doing is I'm being detrimental to the operational side, the running side, the, and almost just kind of the day-to-day -day of our business. And to a degree, I wouldn't say the growth, much more in the operational. So I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to give as much detail as I, as I can, because as I always say, I'm, I'm, I'm brutally honest, but there are aspects that I 
just can't talk about because of the sensitivity or because of the nature of them and such like that. Sometimes because the legality surrounding them. So there is, there is an element where I have to be careful. So here's the situation. And this is how I fucked up. There was a, there was a, a very, very specific instance where basically the, uh, our finance manager and our employee engagement and development director, or employee experience and development director, sorry, I should say, um, they basically came to me with a, a financial change, a financial issue. I wouldn't say it's an issue, it was a change. So basically the government, wants, uh, the government put in a new way of doing, I'm trying to, the government put in a new way of doing something financially. Um, so there was, a, there was a different system that went in place. This actually went in place a number of months ago and the person who previously was doing the finances either didn't notice or just didn't act on it. I was completely unaware this was a thing. So these guys brought it to me and said, hey, we're not doing this correctly anymore. The government says we need to do it like this or it's, um, uh, yeah, the, the government say we need to do it like this, so we need to change it. I looked at it and went, that seems a bit crazy. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. What they're saying we now have to do looks like a really elongated, really cumbersome, heavy process compared to what we were doing, which was very simple, very easy, very slick, very fast, and made absolute sense. So it just didn't weigh up to me. So I said to them, well, look, leave it with me. Don't do anything at the moment. Leave it with me. Let me have a look at it and let me understand more about it. So that was fine. So they left it with me. I went and had a look at it. It took me a few days, um, as these things do. I went and had a look and I was like, no, this process looks fucked, man. Like the, the government don't know what, like they don't know what they're talking about. But I was like, but this process doesn't look right. There's something not right here. It just feels too heavy, too cumbersome, too problematic. So I turned around to our finance manager and said, no, continue to do it the way that we're doing it because I think this, this will make more sense. So they did. They, they basically did as they were told and they carried on doing it. And then a few months passed, I think it was two months then passed, and they came back to me and were like, hey, this is, this is, we've got a new problem. And they explained the new problem to me and I looked at it and I went, this is bad. It, it was a relatively bad problem. We, we, it, was, it was some, you know, a decent issue. And I looked at it and I was like, well, okay, how the fuck did this happen? Like, how did, how did you guys let this happen? And they went, well, it's a result of the decision that you made a couple of months ago. And I was like, uh, shit. And I sort of was like, really? And they were like, yeah. And I asked them to take me through it. So they worked me all the way back through it. They worked me all the way through what had happened, the change we hadn't made, and then the impact that then had, and how that had knocked on, and how it was then you know, nearly three months later, and, and it was coming to a, culminate into a much bigger issue. And I was like, fuck. Um, and a few things happened out of the back of this. So we'd already, I'd already handed it to the COO by this stage, so the management structure had changed slightly. But what happened out the back of this was, was first and foremost, I was like, I fucked up and I held my hands up to it. And I said to the team that were involved, I was like, guys, I'm the one that's messed this up. I'm at fault here. This is on me. So I think they, I like to think that they um, take 
a positive from that, that the guy at the top will own his mistakes and when he gets it wrong, that's on me. I didn't try and palm off on anybody else at all. I, I, I took the blame. I did have the, somebody apologize to me and say, look, I'm sorry, I should have, I should have pushed harder or, or I sh maybe I should have done it. I was like, look, look you did as you, as you would think to do, which is I told you to do something in a certain way, so you did it. And I was like, I totally get that. So I understand that. So first and foremost, I, I, I owned up to it. I was like, okay, that's, that was my, on me. How do we fix it? And I let the team then come up with the way to fix it. And when they took me through it, I realized that I had been wrong. If I'd listened to what they were saying in the first instance and just let them get on with it, then actually they'd have done it right and we wouldn't have had any of the knock-on effects, which did end up costing our organization was a couple of grand. It wasn't astronomical money, but it was, you know, the mistake was definitely a, a couple of thousand pounds worth, not maybe 3,000 pounds worth of cost. Um, through to me making the mistake. And I wasn't happy with that because that's cost that, you know, we didn't need to spend. It was a mistake we shouldn't have made. And it was made because of the way I, I dealt with it. So the, that was the other thing that came out of it was it cost our business money, which ultimately costs, you know, every single one of us money and cost me money. So that was, that was an annoyance. Um, and definitely, you know, again, another reason to look at what, the, the processes and how you go about these things. And the, the next big thing that came out of it was the way that we go about doing processes and systems. And I said to the guys, look, when something comes about like this and you know you're right and you should be doing it in a way, if me or someone above you challenges that, then that's fine. You know, there's not a problem with that. Then we should go through a process of finding out why we're challenging it and answering the questions in the same way as we would the other way around. If I made a decision and people thought it was wrong, they would challenge me on it and they challenged me in a certain way, in a positive light, so we can work through it and make sure we do get it correct. And that's what I'm asking them to do, is that when they are making a decision in their role and I, me or anyone above them says, well, no, I think we should do it like this, there needs to be a conversation around why we're coming at it from different angles and then a meeting of minds to figure out what is the correct route? Now, sometimes that's quite difficult because it's not quite as black and white. There's lots of gray areas and gray spaces. Because of what we were doing as a financial piece, generally financials are very black and white. Um, and that's pretty much how it should have been. So that was the other thing that came out, which is how we treat these instances where we have different people with different specialties looking at things in different ways and how they come together to identify the right path going forwards because it's not always easy to get it right and sometimes you need another opinion to bounce it off and I can give plenty of examples of where, where that works um, and where it falls down. The final thing that really came out of this was me turning around to my team and saying guys I'd love it if I didn't make mistakes. I would, I would and I wouldn't because I think when you make mistakes that's how you learn so it is important to make mistakes. But the point I really was getting across to them was I make mistakes. I do. And sometimes I make tiny little mistakes and sometimes I make huge whopping mistakes. And what's happened kind of up till now is because I've been across so many different roles and so many different departments, 
I can see this slightly different journey and therefore if a mistake gets made here, I can help fix it over here and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in it in so many different parts and pieces. I can always support that journey and even if I make the mistake, I can probably fix it in another department um, to, to, to make sure we're okay. But now that I'm not involved in any of those, my input into the detail, and this is, this is the key part, my input now, my involvement into the detail, into the day-to-day -day operations, and into the daily running of our business, now only brings backward steps. And I never saw that one coming. I didn't see that coming. I think I always was under the expectation that even when I was working at a higher level and doing the things that I now want to be doing and the, the things I'm heading towards doing, I would still be able to offer value into different areas. And I'll give you another example. I walked into the gift shop the other day. I think I spoke about this previously, but I walked into the gift shop the other day and Lauren was showing me the new display and how it's done. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I really like that. And like she was explaining which staff had been involved and how they did it and how they came about to get to there, where they were and the journey. I was like, that's really cool. I said, I, I love it. I really like it. I said, I mean, I would change that. I would put that onto that shelf and that onto that shelf and change that. And so Lauren sort of looked at me and I could, I could see some of the stuff going, oh my God, he's saying we should change it. We should change it. We should change it. And they were instantly taking that as we should change it because it's, it's Joel, he's the CEO, therefore if he says change it, we should change it because he must know. They say it, I, I believe they do that because they look at it going, he knows what he's talking about, so let's do it. As opposed to it's the boss, therefore we have to do it, we'll get in trouble. I believe they don't say it because of that, they say it because they, their understanding, their expectation is I get it right and therefore they'll, they'll follow me for that. That's what I like to think. I hope that's the reality. Lauren, however, turned around to me and she went, Joe, I ain't got a fucking clue what you're talking about. And I was like, okay. And there was lots of people around as well. There was lots of staff around. I was like, okay, what? And she went, you ain't got a fucking clue what you're talking about, mate. She was like, that's there because that sells this well. That's there because that sells this well. That's there because that sells this well. They're there based on kind of this whole journey, this process. And I, I talk to them about this a lot, about how much money shops and supermarkets and retail spend on where to put things and how to lay things out and stuff like that to help impulse a, a visitor to buy stuff. So she basically just told me, like, outright, you don't know what you're talking about, don't get involved, just go with it. And I was like, and when she explained it to me, I was like, you're absolutely right, Lauren, 100% right. And I was like, thank you for calling me out on that because AI need to be put in my place. I think other people need to see me put in my place on, on, on occasion. Um, and also people need to recognize I don't get it right all the time. I don't, nowhere near all the time. And it was a really nice learning curve for me. Um, and it was really nice to recognize that. And it made me suddenly realize I don't know what I'm talking about now at a detailed level on the ground floor. Or maybe what I should say is there's people in our organization that are far, far better at those jobs than I am. They have superseded my skill, my ability, my knowledge, and now do it far better, which is exactly what you want in a business. That is the dream. You employ people that are better than you to do the jobs that you were doing and your business grows. That's exactly how it should work. Um, so I was really pleased with that. So I guess this whole thing is a, is a culmination of, you know, we all make mistakes 
everybody makes mistakes. Um, and I'm learning now not to get involved in areas that very much have nothing to do with me. Or actually, there's other people in those spaces that are far more qualified, far more experienced, far better skill set, and know what they're talking about a lot better than I do. And I just need to move out their way and let them get on with it. And I've gone one stage further, and now I've removed myself from a lot of these meetings. And that was, that was kind of initially a bit nervy. I was like, ooh, if I've got no involvement in it at all, is that dangerous or is it not? And I was like, actually, do you know what? I think that's safe because these guys know what they're doing. If, if the employee experience and development director and our finance manager hadn't have come to me with that problem and they just dealt with it and done what they knew was right, wouldn't it be a problem? They didn't even need to involve me in it, didn't need my sign off. And what I should have done back then is actually gone, you guys know what you're doing, you crack on and do it. I shouldn't have even got involved. Um, and if I can get at the stage further where they don't even have to come and ask me, I think that's positive again. Um, so yeah, I, li I like having less control in my organization, not more. I like the control being with our employees that really understand what they're doing, their roles, and everything within it. And then people at the top can see the whole journey. And I like having less responsibility there. So I'm gonna leave that episode at that point. So um, thank you for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I know the next episode coming up is a goodie. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a good one. Um, it is talking about the core value and vision that I have for Cove Group and where I want to take it and what I want that to look like. So um, I hope you've enjoying it. Uh, do watch the next episode because I think it's going to be a great one. Um, this has been Entrepreneur Life with me, Joel Campbell, and I am an entrepreneur.